Hi, my name is Dr. Sarah Adams. I am a board-certified pediatrician, but I'm not your pediatrician. Feel free to use my podcast as helpful information, but in no way do I intend my podcast to replace the advice of your physician. Your physician knows you and is in the best position to provide medical advice. Welcome to Growing Up with Dr. Sarah. I'm really enjoying doing this podcast, and I hope you're enjoying listening too. It's funny because I'm getting very close to my 100th episode, so stay tuned about celebrations regarding that episode, but it's been a fun journey growing up with all of you together. When I try to pick topics, I try to pick something that's very relevant, obviously, but also things that I tend to get a lot of questions during my office hours. What are people actually asking me about? And today I was talking about potty training with a mom who has a toddler. You know, most parents can't wait for you know, their child to be toilet trained, but it can be a very daunting task, you know, especially when you get so many theories and how to do it and when to start. And of course, everyone has their suggestions, their stories about what worked for them, what didn't. And the bottom line is every child is different. It really comes down to when should I start potty training? And the answer is when they're ready. So that's the challenging part, is really trying to figure out when are they ready. So let's go through that journey together. You know, most of the time, if people said, hey, what is a set time to do it? There really is no set time. I've seen children as young as 18 months, which I'll never forget the story about this one mom with an 18-month-old, and she's trying to tell me that her son uses the potty and he does it regularly and she's like potty training. And of course, in the back of my mind, in back of my mind, I'm like, yeah, right. You know? (laughs) And of course I didn't say that, but I'm thinking to myself, oh, okay. You know, sounds interesting, but you know what? In further inquiry, she was right. She was telling the truth. This 18 month old was using the potty. That's an exception. I would say most kids are closer to three years of age. And even in some cases, we could have 80% of kids aren't potty trained until even after three years of age. So although some kids might be ready early, some later, again, it really comes down to it's not based on their age. It's really watching for those signs if your child is ready. Children learn to use the potty and it takes some steps to help them get started. So these are some suggestions to help them along the way. But what the most important thing to remember is we want to keep it natural and we want it to be stress-free. So let's talk about what are some of the signs. So number one, they have to be able to follow simple directions. If they can't follow simple directions, which most children can do by the age of two, uh, an older, you know, one or two simple directions. So, but that that's a first step. The other thing is that they really have to understand words about the toileting process. So what are what is their language like? Not just an expressive language. I'm not saying they have to be great talkers in order to be body drained, but they have to be good listeners. They have to follow directions and they need to be able to understand what you're saying to them. 
they don't always have to verbalize that they have to go, but they have got to somehow indicate that they need to go one way or another. And they won't really start doing that sometimes until, you know, like I said, getting closer to three. So that's why when I talk about toilet training, I try to help families understand, don't ask them, do you have to go? When you're going through the toilet training process, say, come on, it's potty time, you know, because if you ask them, do you have to go? Very often, they're just going to say no. (laughs) So here's the deal. If you also notice that your child can stay dry for two hours or more, and that includes nap, or most importantly, if they wake up from overnight and their their diaper is not soaking wet, that can be a very good sign that they're ready. In addition, can they get to the potty? Okay, so you might choose um, a potty, you know, a small potty, like a kid's potty that just sits on the ground. You may use one of those um, things that you put on top of the toilet that makes it a little bit smaller because you can imagine in those little bottoms, it seems very daunting and they get very afraid that they're going to fall in. So putting them directly on a potty that we would use, I don't recommend, but there are things that you can put on top of a normal toilet that can make it smaller and easier. However, they more than likely would need some kind of step to get up to it. So they got to be able to get to the potty. They got to be able to sit on it and then they got to be able to get off the potty, right? The other thing too is can they pull their diaper down or can they pull their training pants or underpants down? And some other signs, especially too, like maybe one of the early signs is they might say to you, you know, they they want their diaper changed. They might say, you know, hey, I don't, you know, I, I peed, I pooped or whatever. And they, they don't like having that mess. One of the conversations I had today was the parent was saying, they don't mind sitting on the potty. They'll sometimes tell me when they have to go. But they'll go in their pants and not say a word about it and will sit in it. And I thought, hmm, that they're probably not quite ready. The thing is, is that you don't necessarily have to see all of those signs. I think that the most important thing is that they can hold it. You know, there's a feedback mechanism when we go to the potty. Okay, let's all think about it just for a second, right? You're you all of a sudden, you get that urge. Okay, I got to go to the bathroom, right? The brain says, hey, hold it until you get to the toilet. You get to the toilet. The brain says, okay, let it go, right? Well, kids have to learn about that feedback mechanism. They need to get that feeling. Okay, I've got the feeling that I've got to go. They've got to be able to hold it until they can get to the potty and then sit, relax, and let things happen the way they they should. Some other signs you can kind of watch for too is if they're having regular and predictable bowel movements, as well as showing interest in the body and wearing underpants, okay? So if they don't have any interest, if they don't want to sit, they don't want to look at it, they don't want to talk about it, they're not ready. And that's okay. And it has nothing to do with intelligence. I will tell you my niece, who I'm very, very close to, Now, she's eight years old now, so she'd probably be really embarrassed about me talking about this. But I remember thinking, gosh, she's so smart. Why isn't she figuring this out? And then I had to remind myself. So Dr. Sarah had to say, you know what? It has nothing to do with intelligence, which she's just not ready. 
you know? And sometimes what you'll notice, most of the time, they might be able to go, you know, pee in the potty, but they're not ready to go poop. That is very common. And we'll talk a little bit about that later. But having those regular bowel movements, that can be, that can help because if you know, okay, right around, you know, after breakfast or after dinner or certain time of day, then you can, if they'll, if they're willing to sit on the potty, you can start to get them used to actually going in, in the potty. If you know, kind of their pattern. And again, like I mentioned, you know, showing some interest, a lot of times they want to wear the underpants, but they're not quite ready, you know, and, um, that's okay. Some I've even had some parents who put the new underpants over pull-ups, and that's okay. You know, it's fun. You can make this fun. Like I said, make it natural when they're ready, but also you want it to be stress-free. Again, if your child has no interest, put it off for a while. It's okay. Pushing your child too soon will make the process very difficult for everyone. And you don't want your child to view toilet training with negativity. We don't want to associate the potty with something that's not cool, you know? So if they're not ready, just put it off. It's okay. So let's get started. We do think that they're showing some signs and it's okay to encourage. It's okay to let them come into the bathroom with you and let them see what the whole thing is about. Maybe there's a sibling. I remember when Gabe and Ben were learning, we would like throw Cheerios and in the potty and we'd make a little kind of a little game of it. (laughs) You know, can you, can you hit the Cheerio, you know, or they would cross streams like swords I mean, I, again, they're listening to this. I'm sure they're mortified right now, but hey, it worked for us. And that was, you know, when, when Ben saw what Gabe was doing and, you know, they went into the potty together at certain times, especially like before bath, et cetera, we, we found a way to make it fun and positive. Um, A good way to prepare your child, though, is to talk about the potty and how it works. Let your child, like I said, watch your sibling use the potty and explain the steps in the process, starting with telling, you know, them that they need to go through washing their hands afterwards. (laughs) It's a really good habit to teach them right away. Um, And successful potty training really depends on patience, low stress in the household, and following a consistent schedule. So you will you really want to avoid starting the process when there's major changes in the home, such as like bringing, you know, such as a birth of another child, or if you're moving to a new house, or when you're transitioning your child from a crib to a bed. Like in a toddler, I would not want to transition from the crib to a bed and try to toilet train at the same time. Those are huge events in a little toddler's life. So, you know, that's okay. You can, you can put time off. If possible, if you can take time off from work or if you can dedicate like a weekend to start potty training and follow the same routine every day, don't skip days. Now, this is this is again for the child that's ready, okay? You know, if you if they're not ready, it you're not going to be able to do it in a weekend, okay? If they're ready and you really feel like they're ready and you you put up a routine and you do things consistently, it really can be easy. I'm I'm grateful to say, I can't say I did everything right, but I will say that, you know, 
if you if you do these steps, if they truly are ready, it can be done successfully at a shorter amount of time. But it doesn't have to happen overnight, okay? Sometimes it can take between three to six months. Sometimes it's less for some children, especially those that are staying dry at night, it's it's going to take less time. But like I said, for my kids, I really tried not to make a big deal out of it. I mean, Lord knows I was ready to get rid of the diapers and the mess and the cost. And I get it. I really do. But the headache that goes along with trying to train a, a toddler that's not ready is is just not worth it. So you want to make sure they're ready. And if they are, you're going to be much you know, very successful in a short period of time. I talked a little bit before about potty, you know, you're going to need some sort of potty. And there's those rings, like I said, that you can put, make sure you've got a stool. And what I didn't mention is the stool also can, can be a footrest. I don't know about you, but if their legs are, you know, feet are dangling, it's kind of hard sometimes to, to, to get the work done. So you want to make sure that they've got a stool to step up in and a stool, you know, same stool to rest their feet on. Um, you can have a separate potty chair that sits on the floor. And the most important thing is you want to make sure your child feels safe and secure when they're on the toilet. Okay. Like I said, nothing where they feel like they're going to fall in or they don't have a place to put their feet where they can feel safe and and um, embrace themselves, so to speak. It's usually best for boys to learn um, to use the toilet by sitting versus learning by standing up. If your son feels awkward or scared, um, sometimes, you know, don't be afraid, have them sit, and, and that is perfectly fine, okay? Um, and a little potty chair might be a better option if you are trying to have them stand on a stool to go in the toilet. So you just have to kind of, you know, trial and error, see what works. But, you know, if there's fear at all, then you know, okay, we've got to, we got to, we got to pivot. We got to pick a different option. Make sure too you have a potty seat or a chair for every bathroom in your house, okay? You may want to keep a potty chair even in the trunk of your car for emergencies or when traveling. Uh, but that's a whole nother subject because, you know, some kids like to use the bathroom. Like you might also notice when your child is potty training that they have to go every time you're out because they are very curious about what kind of potty is available at the store or at the restaurant, etc. And some kids are like, never want to go anywhere, you know, outside um, of, of the home, for example. So let's talk about some more tips for success. So incorporate toilet training into your child's daily routine, having them consistently use the bathroom certain times a day, such as the morning or within 15 to 30 minutes after meals, after naps, before bedtime. Those are some great ideas. And I really love like... The idea of, you know, potty time, make it fun. You can read, you can listen to music. Um, you know, we, we always try to make it very light and, and positive. Pay attention to nonverbal gestures and ask your child frequently, it's time to go. Do they need to go? Especially during long periods of, of play or before you go out. 
give your child lots of fluids. Now, I know you're probably like, well, isn't that mean that I'm going to, they're going to have to go to the bathroom more often? And I'm not saying something more than they actually should, but you want to make sure they're good and hydrated. And this just creates more opportunities for them to practice. So it's one thing to think about. Allow only a few minutes on the potty. If it doesn't happen, Praise them for sitting, allow them to get off, and try again in a couple hours. Don't force your child to sit. They'll sit when they're ready. And if your child sits regularly and is relaxed and encouraged, they'll eventually use the toilet. Praise your child about accomplishment about every step. Like I said, even if they even if they sat, even if they didn't go make a big deal, okay? Positive reinforcement is absolutely okay. You can also offer small awards like stickers or more reading time with mommy every time your child goes to the potty. Once they've they've got this, they're learning this process and they've, you know, kind of learned to complete these several steps, you can start giving that praise. And when they have continued success and completing these steps, eventually you can stop giving the rewards, but it should be a natural process by then. I'll give you some examples. So when we were potty training, we would come out and say, everybody say hooray. And everybody would go hooray. And so that was like a big deal. And no matter what happened, when you said that everyone in the house knew somebody went to the potty. And so that was, that was fun. We even do that sometimes when we take our dog out for a walk. But, and then another thing is we sang a song. I can't sing as much anymore because I have um, calluses on my vocal cords, but I'll give it a shot. But, you know, when they would go potty, we would do the potty dance and we do like pee pee in the potty, pee pee in the potty. And we kind of do the little dance and, and everything you could imagine. I know you can't see me, but I'm dancing in the studio right now. And it was fun. I mean, we, we really made it fun. Make sure you have a plan when you're away from home. So know where the restrooms are in the grocery store because they do get kind of sad if they have an accident. So make plans when you're away from home. Like I said, maybe bring the potty or the little ring that goes on on a, you know a bigger toilet. Just be prepared. If you are using disposable training pants at night, that's totally fine. Continue use them until they start to stay dry until the morning. It's just really important that your child feels safe, feels secure, and they don't have that shame. Dress your child in loose fitting clothing because that's going to help with success because they can pull down their pants much easier and much easier to put it on and take it off. So that's another tip. And also make sure that all the child's caregivers are following the same routine, using the same language, the same praise, the same names for body parts, and the same steps for toilet training. This helps the child not get confused and just keeps everything like in routine and and that makes it much easier for your child to understand. And stay calm if there's an accident. Don't push your child or show disappointment. Use it as an opportunity to remind them of the steps while reassuring them that they're well on their way to use the potty and be a big kid. So I hope those little tips were helpful for you. Like I said, this can be a very positive experience. I know it can be daunting. I know it's like a really 
fun, exciting, like milestone in their life. But remember, wait until you're sure they're ready. And if you're not sure and you have questions, talk to your pediatrician about it. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't worry if it takes a little bit more time. Remember, each child is different. And don't be alarmed if for some reason they'll go, they'll urinate in the potty, but it takes time for them to finally go poop in the potty. That's very common. Sometimes I will see a lot of resistance for that. And if you have questions about that, please discuss it with your pediatrician. In most cases, it's perfectly natural and they just need a little more time, but don't push it because let me tell you, it's going to be a lot more challenging and a lot harder if you do. Thanks for listening to another episode of Growing Up with Dr. Sarah. If you enjoyed this episode and think the information shared here today could benefit someone else, take a screenshot of the episode and post to your Instagram story. Make sure you tag us at Growing Up with Dr. Sarah so we can spread the word about the show and continue to grow in our mission to support as many parents and families as possible. Hey, if you're interested in being a guest on the show or would like to suggest a topic, please visit www.growingupwithdrsarah.com contact. Thanks again for spending time with us today. Stay tuned for a brand new episode next week as we continue to grow up together.